Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday, August the 3rd episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And once again, it is Tuesday morning, and we are very fortunate to have uh, the very busy Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning uh, to talk about some very seriously critical information that we feel that we need to pass to our listeners. Um, I want to reference uh, this in this way. The information that we're going to be giving you today is extremely sensitive. Um, We are not giving you this information to engender fear, but to remind you that the hope for every man, woman, and child on this planet is Jesus Christ, and he owns it. He's in control. He is our hope, and we want you to remember that above anything else you hear today. Uh, We will be discussing some very uh, serious uh, topics today, um, mainly uh, direct evidence of a widespread conspiracy to promote fear, to control food, to confiscate firearms, and to abolish freedom in this country. Um, I like to call it the government 4F program. And it's a, just a totally different 4F program than you were familiar with as a kid. Uh, but it's every bit as, as real and it's every bit as dangerous to the American way of life as you can possibly imagine. And after we discuss uh, this with you today, uh, we'll give you some references where you can go and verify the information. It is real. It is not pretty. Uh, but it is a fact. And we need to be aware of the facts when considering how to deal with it going forward. So uh, very fortunate to have uh, Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning to discuss some of this. Uh, He's done some massive amount of research on this and has got some really important uh, information to share with us regarding this. So J.B., welcome again this morning. We're really happy to have you uh, with us this morning. Uh, What uh, there's some, I know there's some definite things you'd like to talk about this morning uh, regarding COVID-19, uh, the, the possibility that it's a hoax, uh, actually the likelihood that it is. Uh, and we've kind of uncovered some facts uh, due to research that we've done that, uh, that you'd probably like to share with us today. So why don't you begin doing that if you would, sir? It is, boy, I tell you, it's so encouraging to uh, count you among my friends and to be able to dialogue with you offline and uh, just, you know, iron sharpens iron type of conversations. I really appreciate uh, the work that Christian Underground News Network is doing, uh, not only in uncovering uh, the truth about such a a world-changing event, uh, but also just in your weekly uh, biblical messages, uh, uh, that Dick uh, gives and other guests that you've had on and just the fact that 
uh, all that you do and stand for at uh, Christian Underground News Network is rooted in the infallible, inerrant, uh, influential Word of God. So thank you for that. Amen. And we are we feel the same way about you, JB. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I want to clarify something you said just a moment ago. Um, it's not a possibility or a likelihood. It's an incontrovertible fact uh, that the uh, control of virus scandemic, as I call it, has been engineered uh, for decades and is being rolled out uh, by the likes of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and many other Luciferians that uh, sit atop the Satan's kingdom on earth in this present age. Uh, I've talked about for many years, uh, for at least 15 years in my books and in uh, some of our DVDs and conferences, how Satan has been trying to take over uh, this world for his own. He's uh, trying to usher in a one-world, satanic, tyrannical system uh, in which he requires everyone to worship him. We know this is true biblically, and we know from Scripture the rough timeline in terms of God's plan of the ages. We know that um, the church, the bride of Christ, will be rescued before the great and terrible day of the Lord, or the time of Jacob's trouble, that that seven-year tribulation period that Daniel and Jesus and many Old Testament prophets and New Testament writers talk about. Uh, But that does not mean that we as believers uh, will be rescued before things get really bad. Right. We, will, we are promised that we won't go through the Great Tribulation and be sitting under the Antichrist reign of terror, but uh, there's nothing that precludes the one-world system from already uh, being in place if the Lord tarries is coming uh, prior to the rapture. And so, and in fact, many believers throughout this, the 2,000 years of the Church Age have faced tyrannical persecution, martyrdom, and horrific times. And so uh, we want to be clear that uh, we're not suggesting that somehow uh, all is going to be a bed of roses and then the Lord will rescue us and then it'll get bad. Uh, it's, it's looking more and more like it's quite the contrary. Um, this is a pretty heavy subject for me. I have been exposing the last two weeks in my Wednesday series called What in the World is Going On, uh, how the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab seem to be in the driver's seat. At this time, they're not alone. There are many co-conspirators with Satan that are helping to usher in this uh, world uh, of, of tyranny. Uh, but uh, certainly, that's a great place to start. And we've really exposed a lot of information. And uh, tomorrow night, I will get to the third installment in the series. And I have to tell you, Curtis, um, I really believe tomorrow's message may be the most important message I've ever preached in 32 years of ministry. Ooh, uh, it wow. is that important. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it, it is, uh, you know, something that everybody needs to hear. Uh, you can tune in live at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, so that would be 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 uh, Pacific, and 4 Alaska Time. Um, 6 o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow night at the Not By Works website and live stream it. Or, of course, as always... Uh, the video and podcast uh, will be posted, uh, you know, by tomorrow night, late in the evening. So, but I do want you to please spread the word, uh, listeners, and uh, plan to listen to that. And today, what we want to do on this uh, podcast with the Christian Underground News Network is just sort of uh, lay the foundation a little bit, whet your appetite, and kind of give you a little bit of a primer of what's coming. Um, and, you know, I want to start with a, a couple of quotes and then some scripture. Um, 
you know, Edmund Burke famously said, and this is a, a widely overused quote, but it's never been more apropos than it is right now. He said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men uh, to do nothing. And right. uh, I believe that many Christians have been lulled into a state of complacency and they are being deceived. Mm -hmm. We know from 2 Timothy 3.13 that deception will get worse and worse. We know that Satan is the great deceiver. And, uh, and uh, you know, we've been so propagandized and mind-controlled by the mainstream media that we can't even uh, really recognize a lie when it, when it comes up. It's not, it's not even something that people contemplate. They just assume what they're hearing is the narrative. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hitler famously said, and this is a quote, I mean, this is a paraphrase, but essentially uh, in the big lie, there is a sort of credibility. In other words, it's, it's often called the big lie concept, that the bigger the lie, the easier it is to believe. And, uh, and that's what's happening. So we'll get into some of the details of that in a moment. But first, I want to offer another uh, quote that has really uh, encouraged me. Uh, and that's from uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, speaking of Hitler, um, who said, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. And I mentioned that quote uh, in my part two of the What in the World is Going On series last week. And it just reminds me that we do have a duty to, to really speak out about these matters. So, you know, Scripture is clear that in the last days, perilous times will come. Um, we believe, as we look at the landscape and survey geopolitical events going on around us, that we are living in the last of the last days. Uh, we know that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work. We, we don't have to wait till the Antichrist comes and takes control of the world, which won't happen until after the church has been rescued, but his spirit's already at work, and he's out there uh, deceiving. Uh, Paul said in 1 Timothy 4.1 that the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's uh, unquestionably applicable to the church age in Paul's uh, epistle. And uh, Paul in Second Thessalonians says, let no one deceive you by any means. And so uh, I know what we're about to talk about, and we've touched on it the last couple of uh, sessions, I believe, maybe at least last week's uh, podcast with Christian Underground News Network. But uh, we, this is going to be hard for some people to really get their hands around. Yes. And so what I know you would say, and I echo it, is you know, don't believe what we're saying just because we say it. Uh, there's no excuse in this age of information for you not to do your own research and go out and double-check what we're saying. That's correct. Um, I'm reminded of uh, something that uh, William Blum said. I quoted this in my Spirit of the Antichrist uh, series. Uh, he died in 2018, but he was a key figure in U.S. foreign policy. He was a, a part of the U.S. State Department, and uh, he said... Uh, in, uh, in his book uh, that came out in the year 2000, I believe the title of it was Rogue State, A Guide to the World's Only Superpower. He said, quote, and, and this guy's on the inside. He knows. He knows what some of the Luciferian co-conspirators are doing, and 
and how they've been working for literally centuries uh, to roll out the One World System. But listen to this quote. He said, no matter how paranoid or conspiracy-minded you are, what the government is actually doing is worse than you imagine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let me say that again. No matter how paranoid or conspiracy-minded you are, what the government is actually doing is worse than uh, you imagine. Yeah, I, so, I, I think our I think our government history kind of bears that out. No question. Yeah, and uh, and I've dealt with that in one of the videos in our Spirit of the Antichrist series, which is available uh, at notbyworks.org, where we talk about eugenics and, and some of the uh, some of those things. And last week in our Wednesday series that is ongoing, we did talk about depopulation, but. Uh, so the fact of the matter is, uh, let, let's kind of talk about these experimental uh, bio-injections. And uh, they are not vaccines. They're experimental bio-injections. And, uh, and let's just kind of lay it out there. These, uh, the fact of the matter is 93% of all vaccines that begin the testing process fail and never make it out of the testing process. Right. These vaccines for... COVID-19 have never been approved. Uh, I'm going to be showing you tomorrow night. I'll have screenshots of the CDC's own website showing that they have received emergency use authorization or EUA and have never received official approval. There is a difference between authorization and approval. Right. Authorization is to basically allow. Yeah, we'll let you. We'll let you inject these in people. Approval is to confirm or to sanction formally and say, okay, we stand behind these. Um, but they have not approved them. They've only authorized them. And by way of comparison, if you think back to 1970s and the 1976 swine flu debacle, where even Henry Ford was shown on TV getting the, the swine flu vaccine, it, it was given emergency use authorization, uh, never approved. And the campaign was abruptly canceled after only 53 deaths. Yeah. 53 deaths. In fact, Canada, uh, our neighbors to the north, uh, after they saw the first five deaths from the swine flu vaccine in the U.S., uh, they said, man, we're, we're shutting it down. And right. uh, so they, they stopped it. And yet uh, here we are today with an experimental a vaccine, as they call it, it's an injection, uh, that uh, by their own numbers, as of July 23rd, has seen 12,000 deaths. Mm, mm, I mean, mm. just think about that, Curtis, 12,000 deaths. Um, and, you know, they are using uh, this so-called pandemic for one reason and only one reason to get the vaccine out there. They wanted to get people injected with this, this uh, you know, that what they call a vaccine. And so the overarching principle that, that I want people to hear and to understand, and I'll say it again and again, and I'll repeat it again and again tomorrow night, is that it's not about the virus, it's about the vaccine. Right. It's about getting people to take this vaccine. And mm-hmm. in a moment, you and I are going to talk about how this globalist goal of a pan-influenza, pan-coronavirus injection that everyone on the earth takes has been 
touted and publicized, talked about, written about in journal articles for more than 20 years. Right. And uh, so this is the rollout of a long uh, intended plan. Uh, but if you go to the VAERS system, now most of your listeners by now are probably familiar with VAERS. That's V-A-E-R-S. It stands for the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. The government-run system on the CDC site that uh, allows people who get a vaccine to uh, report when they have adverse side effects. It's totally voluntary, uh, but it's been uh, used since, you know, back in the days of uh, Reagan and beyond. And uh, I mentioned this, I believe, last week on your show, that in, the, in a 13-year and four-month period, starting August 1st, 2007, to November 30th, 2020, the total deaths reported in the VAERS system from any and all vaccines was 3,001. Then starting December 1st, when they began injecting people with the COVID experimental bioinjection, from December 1st to July 23rd, so just 10 days ago roughly, uh, just from the, the three COVID vaccines that are legal in uh, the U.S., uh, we've seen 12,000 deaths. Mm. So in a, you know, in a, in basically a, you know, nine month period, we've seen 12,000 deaths from the COVID experimental injection, whereas for 13 years, more than 13 years from all other vaccines combined, we only saw 3,000 deaths. Wow. JB, JB, a a quick question here. Um, do you think, I mean, uh, contrast, that's quite a contrast. Uh, we shut it down after 50, only 53 adverse reactions uh, on the swine flu, and Canada shut down after only uh, the first five. Uh, it would indicate to me that we have a far less humanitarian government system now than we, than we had back then. Oh, no question. Uh, it's they're lying to us through their teeth. Uh, never, don't forget what Bloom uh, said that uh, what what they're doing to us is far worse than you can imagine. So these numbers that I'm giving you are from their own websites. Now yeah. we're going to talk in a second about uh, you know how those numbers are, are vastly understated, yes. but their own data. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm, tomorrow night I'm going to put up the website on the screen, but. 12,000 deaths in the last eight months, 41,000 hospitalizations, 65,000 people in urgent care, 89,000 doctor's office visits as a result of having taken the vaccine. These are from the VAERS COVID data, COVID vaccine data. Uh, by the way, it's a total of nearly 519,000 reports My of one goodness. kind or another. So over half a million since July 23rd. It's, it's higher than that now. Um, over 4,000 reports of anaphylaxis shot, 3,700, 3,700 reports of Bell's palsy as a result of taking this thing, 3,700. Watch this, 1,272 miscarriages reported initially by the CDC. Yeah. 4,800 heart attacks, 3,200 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis, 12,808 people permanently disabled. 12,808 people permanently disabled. You add that to the 12,000 deaths, you know, that's over 20,000 people. 
22,000 people experienced a severe allergic reaction. Uh-huh. Over 11,000 of the reports that did not result in death were life-threatening. So again, uh, you also need to keep in mind that Harvard released a study back in 2011 uh, at the request of the VAERS system, the CDC, the people that run the VAERS system. They wanted to know how many of these reports uh, are we missing? In other words, of the people that report adverse effects from a vaccine, uh, how many more are not reporting it? Because it is voluntary. Right. And they did a, a scientific study, and they discovered that, and this I've got the quote from uh, the, the article, uh, the a 2011 report by Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, quote, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported. Oh, my goodness. So these numbers could be far higher. It could be 100 times worse. Uh, so that 12,000 deaths reported from the COVID experimental bioinjection represents only 1% of what could be out there. Oh, no. So here's my no. question. Here's my question. When you think back to the beginning of this, uh, uh, you know, this pandemic, and they were showing on every screen of every major network, Fox News, CNN, et cetera, that counter in the corner, usually the top right or the bottom right, that was a ticker that was going up every time a new case was reported, every time someone died. Mm-hmm. Where's the counter and where's the ticker for these vaccine deaths? Yeah, where is 12, that? 12,000 is a lot. <laughs> yeah, how come we don't have a counter going for that? Yeah. Yeah, half a million cases. In fact, I screenshotted um, a screenshot that happened to be from CNN back during the pandemic, the height of it last year. That screenshot happens to show 776,513 alleged cases of COVID. Well, that's not far different from half a million cases of people that have had adverse, serious side effects from taking right. the vaccine. Right. Why don't we Why don't we educate people on that? Why aren't we showing that on the screens? Yeah. Uh, and the reason is it's not about the pandemic or the virus, it's about getting people to take this jab. Um, and by the way, we mentioned this, uh, I believe it was last week, that uh, uh, attorney Tom Renz, who has become one of my heroes as I have followed him for the last couple of weeks and listened to his interviews, uh, he has filed a lawsuit on behalf of America's frontline doctors uh, with a, a uh, whistleblowers sworn declaration under, under threat of perjury and affidavit uh, saying that the, the CDC is covering up the actual reports to theirs and that according to this data that this whistleblower has leaked out, uh, again, this is from directly from the CDC, not a fact in dispute, uh, there are 45,000 deaths so far that have been reported to theirs. They're only making it look like it's, quote, only 12,000, which is still four times the amount of all deaths for the previous 13 and a half years. Yeah, and, so, you, know, and you know, this uh, is this is not hard to believe in light of the information that we're about to uh, to give the folks. Um, that's right. And uh, and just again, I mean, we'll get to that here maybe after the break, but just, just to, to make sure people understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Uh, in, in Europe... You know, they have something similar to the, the VAERS system. It's called uh, uh, vigilance. Uh, and, uh, and, and according to their internal system where people report uh, and doctors and uh, uh, physicians and so forth report adverse effects from the COVID vaccines over there, 
through July 3rd, there have been 17,503 people that have died and 1.7 million injured, 50% of which were very serious. This is in the European Union's database of adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 shots. Again, all of this readily available on government websites. So I guess what I'm saying is people need to stop listening to the news and recognize something very, very sinister uh, is uh, going on. Um, we see doctor after doctor that has come out. I mentioned last Wednesday in our series, uh, hundreds of thousands of doctors, and I gave you example after example of massive gatherings in Spain and France and all across Europe, here in America, of, of credential top scientists, doctors and surgeons speaking out and saying, stop the madness, this is all a scam. Uh, and I guess according to the official narrative, all hundreds of thousands of those doctors must be stupid. Uh, and the other doctors that are promoting this are the real smart ones. Um, but this is not just some obscure speculation from a couple of guys like me and you and a few other you know, conspiracy websites. This is mainstream uh, news. And by the way, there have been three uh, countries that have refused to... Uh, allow the vaccine in their country, and all three of them, their heads of state were assassinated yeah. in Haiti. Uh, and within days after Haiti's president was assassinated, the new president rolled out the vaccine. What a uh, what a what a coincidence! Yeah, 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 yeah. Fairly coincidental. So, yeah. <laughs> so we've got you know Dr. Michael Eden, for example, who was the, the VP of Experimental COVID Injections at. Uh, uh, VP of Pfizer uh, before he uh, quit in protest, and he talks about the experimental COVID injections and says, quote, this is entirely possible that it is being used as a massive scale depopulation. Yeah. Or you've got, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Charles Hoff. Many people talk about him in light British Columbia, Canada, uh, how he's said this vaccine is quite clearly more dangerous than COVID-19 itself. He's got 60% of his patients that took the vaccine who have blood clots based on a D-dimer test that he's been doing. He says these shots are causing huge damage and the worst is yet to come, quote unquote. Mm. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, he, he's done several symposiums with multiple doctors. You can watch the, the Zoom uh, recordings of those symposiums that are all talking about how the majority of vaccinated patients could have permanent heart damage and some of them die within three years. Wow. There's Dr. Byron Bridal, uh, who, who along with a hundred colleagues uh, has blown the whistle about how the spike proteins in this experimental injection are causing serious problems. He said, quote, we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it until now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and was a pathogenic protein. So by vaccinating people, we are inadvertently inoculating them with a toxin. Yeah. Quote. Yep. Uh, so I think we're about out of time for this first session, but I wanted people to understand that the evidence out there is overwhelming. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's evidence. Uh, and uh, for those who take the time to look at it, uh, it makes perfect sense. In the second half of today's program, we'll get into kind of the script and how they uh, rolled this out. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's going to be some, well, some... Pretty intense information, uh, so uh, we need to need to give you that disclaimer. Uh, but it, it's not something that you're going to want to turn a deaf ear to. You're going to want to listen to this closely. Uh, 
take down some notes and we will give you some places that you can go to uh, to verify the information that we give you today um, so please be sure to stay with us here as we take a brief break uh, we'll be back momentarily with part two uh, of today's session with dr jb hickson uh, talking about some uh, some new information that has come to light uh, basically through a uh, patent investigation. Isn't that right, JB? That's exactly right. And there have been some pretty high-powered attorneys and scientists and investigators who have kind of connected the dots uh, to show us how this was all pre-planned going back uh, 22 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, we're we're going to be getting to that information very shortly. Uh, JB, hang in there with us, and we will be back momentarily. Welcome back, and thank you for hanging with us through that break. Uh, this is the Christian Underground News Network again, uh, getting ready for a second half of what we've been talking about with Dr. J.B. Hickson on uh, the COVID-19 conspiracy. Uh, and we're going to be laying out some facts here very shortly uh, that have come to light through patent, U.S. patent investigations uh, done by a company called MCAM and uh, Dr. David E. Martin. Uh, so, JB, uh, start us off here. Uh, let us know um, exactly what it is that we're looking at in this last half hour as far as information. Yeah, so um, because this is going to be probably new information to a lot of listeners and run contrary to the official narrative that has been ingrained in our minds. I want to remind you of a couple of uh, things. First of all, a, a quote from uh, you know the, the 20th century Satanist Manly Palmer Hall, who was uh, famous for his work in the secret teachings of all ages. He's uh, widely regarded as one of the top Freemason experts of all time, and this guy was not a good guy at all. But he exposes uh, and, and, and brags about a lot of things that the Luciferian co-conspirators are working and he said quote there are invisible powers behind the thrones of earth and men are but marionettes dancing while the invisible ones pull the strings mm -hmm. i think at its core that's what we're saying here about this uh so-called covid pandemic is that it's not about uh what it's about um and as lenin reminded us a lie told often enough ultimately becomes the truth so truth in our culture is a creation and so i realized that uh, you know, all the mainstream media, including Fox News and so-called conservative outlets, have been touting this uh, this lie. But we need to look beyond the curtain and see uh, the truth. And so, as you said, uh, there have been a lot of experts out there studying this and exposing it. Chief among them is Dr. David Martin. Some of you may know him from uh, the uh, two documentaries that came out last year, Plandemic and the sequel, Indoctrination. Uh, in which he uh, was really a leading uh, uh, a presenter in those documentaries and brilliant, brilliant guy, um, very influential, very connected uh, to U.S. Uh, commerce and uh, particularly the patent industry. And uh, he has exposed, by connecting the dots going back 22 years, the fact that, and again, this is going to be hard for some listeners to to understand, but 
there is no novel SARS-2 coronavirus. Right. Uh, this, the SARS-2 coronavirus, uh, or the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, has uh, been around for 22 years. It's not something that was organically developed and happened to leak out. We created it in a lab. That's uh, on record. Um, and uh, it has, you know, it's it's nothing new. It's patented. Um, and uh, a lot of people like John Rappaport and other experts have come out and said that mm-hmm. when you look at the gene sequencing, there's no difference between the so-called COVID-19 virus and any other SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus. So right. um, we, we know based on present day evidence, and then uh, like any good uh, detective, when you go back and start looking for motive and opportunity, you begin to put the pieces together. And here's the goal. The, the Luciferian co-conspirators have been trying to usher in a global, universal, pan-influenza, pan-coronavirus, if you will, vaccine, where everyone on Earth would be required to take it. Uh, Merck talked about this at a January 6, 2004 conference on SARS and bioterrorism, where they rolled out the phrase, the new normal, which became a marketing uh, campaign for the World Economic Forum and other Luciferians once the pandemic uh, was rolled out intentionally. Um, but their new normal was a world in which every human being is forced to take this uh, very dangerous injection. So, so in a, 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 JB, in, a, in effect, that was the starting date for uh, basically uh, training the world to think about the new normal, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Now, the plans of the Luciferians to usher in global control and depopulation, remember they love death, Satan loves death, and anybody who hates God loves death. Um, and so, uh, you know, he's the author of death. So uh, we can go back, you know, many, many decades to their ultimate goal, which is to reduce the Earth's population, killing most people on Earth, and then leaving just a few serfs to help do their bidding. Um, but what we found in 2004 is the beginnings, the script, if you will, of how they were going to use a coronavirus, very dangerous, created in the lab, coronavirus, to accomplish this. Um, and by the way, uh, in spite of all the death numbers that we've just given you that are on record, not to mention the ones that are being withheld and we're having to rely on whistleblowers to tell us the real numbers, uh, there is great evidence, and I didn't have time to get into it in the first half, but that there, for many people who get this vaccine, there is a slow kill process. And over the next three to five years, we will begin to see very serious adverse effects. And so tomorrow night in my 90-minute presentation that I put together, um, and I hope everybody will, will tune in to notbearworks.org to watch that, uh, but I'm going to give you some uh, uh resources for what's called vaccine remorse for those who have already taken the vaccine and now regret it now that they realize what they've injected into their uh, into their bodies and there's some great doctors out there like dr lee merritt uh, uh, who as you know we were with last week at a conference got to meet her and talk to her uh, there's some great uh, resources that she's put out that can hopefully mitigate some of the uh, you know possibly some of the the, the side of negative side effects but um, but people need to understand this has been uh, their goal. And uh, it's hard to make the case in a radio interview over just, you know, 30 minutes 
but tomorrow night I'll have more time and I'm going to show you screenshots and explain, and it'll seem obvious once you really look at it, how this has been a massive mind control campaign, marketing and all that. But another name that listeners need to, to really know and understand is Peter Daszak. Uh, he's uh, British and he's a uh, high level consultant and public expert on uh, disease ecology. He's currently the president of EcoHealth Alliance, a nonprofit NGO, and uh, that, that his organization supports all kinds of programs on global health and so-called pandemic prevention. But what people don't realize is that Dashik is by no means a benevolent character. He was indoctrinated into Nazi thought by his father, uh, Bodem Dashik, who was a rabid anti-Semite and member of the organization of Ukrainian Nazis. And he, his father volunteered to become a death camp guard and murdered who knows how many Jews. Right. So uh, Peter Dashi grew up in that environment. He's a eugenicist uh, committed to depopulation. And the, in fact, the, the GOP House Foreign Affairs Committee minority report that was just issued August 1st says this, Dashik's gain-of-threat experiments were intended not to make viruses more deadly, but to make them transmittable to new hosts and make them more contagious, causing a pandemic. And they say, after our extensive investigation, we believe it's time to call Peter Dashik to testify before Congress. There are still many outstanding questions about the type of research he funded at the Wuhan uh, Institute of Virology that only he can answer. And uh, this same Dashik... Um, says there was a video that was leaked out. Natalie Winters of The Pulse reported on June 8th about this video that shows Dashik uh, describing how his organization sequences deadly viruses and describes the process of inserting spike proteins, these are his words, into viruses to see if they can bind to human cells. And uh, this was at a 2016 forum discussing, quote, emerging infectious diseases and the next pandemic. Here's the quote. Um, he said, quote, at each step of this, you move closer and closer to this virus could really become pathogenic in people. You end up with a small number of viruses that really do look like killers. And so this same Dashik, who's been working for many years now on creating a killer virus, uh, said back in 2015, as reported in the National Academies of Press Publication, February 12, 2016, Quote, this is the bombshell quote, we need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-coronavirus, a pan-corona vaccine. A key driver is the media and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Whereas this whole thing wow. has been planned. They've been planning a, quote, countermeasure, uh, which is a pan-corona vaccine. Now, you and I talked last time about the Hegelian dialectic, and in order for them to get every American and every person on the, on the globe, in fact, to roll up their sleeve and stick in a, a needle in their arm to inject an experimental uh, you know, liquid, uh, in order to get them to do that, they have to have a... A, a, a cause, you know, a, right. a reason. Remember, it's um, a problem, reaction, solution. That's the Hegelian dialectic. Right. So they said, well, how can we get people to do that? Well, let's just 
released this SARS-CoV-2 virus that's been around for 22 years. It's patented. It was created in a lab. And if we inject it with a few little, uh, you know, choice bits of uh, cells like graphene oxide and others, it'll be really deadly. And then we can hype up, hype up the numbers uh, and we'll get people so scared to death, they will do anything, even take a non-approved dangerous uh, vaccine that is killing people by the tens of thousands. And they, by their own, and, and, and they plan to use the media as a driver for the fear. Right, that's what he said, exactly. exactly. Let me read that quote again. Uh, this is from Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, back in 2015. Quote, we need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-corona vaccine. A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype, and we need to use that hype to our advantage. So they've been been sitting back smiling, grinning ear to ear, laughing as Mm -hmm. they watch people go to these drive-through injection sites. And, and roll up their sleeves. Like, like they're doing in so, Florida this morning uh, by the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Now, another uh, sort of piece of the puzzle here is uh, in September 2019, just before the outbreak, uh, the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board released a report titled, quote, A World at Risk. And it stressed the need to be prepared for, wait for it, a coronavirus outbreak. Oh, no. In fact, no. on the cover of the report <laughs> is a picture of a coronavirus <laughs> and people wearing face masks. Oh, boy. And this was September 2019. Yeah. And in the report, we read the following interesting paragraph. Quote, the United Nations, including the World Health Organization, conducts at least two system-wide training and simulation exercises, including one for covering the deliberate release of a lethal respiratory pathogen. The entire process needed needs to be completed by September 2020. Oh, well. The entire process needs to be completed. This is from the Global Preparedness Monitoring Report. So insiders have all been working behind the scenes in dark smoke-filled rooms planning this agenda. And so it's not about what it's about. Now, people really are dying. There really is a virus out there. But the numbers are were, were completely inflated over the last year. By the way, the, the CDC has come out and announced that the PCR test uh, is no longer uh, to, to be used. There's, there's, there people are supposed to stop using this PCR test by December 31st of this year. They've withdrawn their request for official approval. Remember, the PCR test, like the vaccines themselves, has never been approved. It was given emergency use authorization. And, and it now, was, and, and it was patented also, wasn't it, JB? Yeah, I was just going to say, never mind the fact that this particular <laughs> PCR test was patented years ago and that hundreds of thousands, no, I'm sorry, millions of cases of them were purchased before the COVID-19 ever came out. I uh, showed that last week in my Wednesday series. Never mind all that. The fact of the matter is, <laughs> it is widely unreliable. It cannot mm. distinguish between the regular flu and CD19. And so a lot of people were talking about this last year when they would show these numbers of hundreds of thousands of cases. People were saying, wait a minute, this PCR test is unreliable. It doesn't work. And we've tested a, hundred, a case of 100 of them that have never even been open or used, and they all came back positive. I mean, it was just 
complete chaos. And finally, it became so clear there were so many lawsuits filed and whistleblowers that they you know, quietly, last just last week, and Fox News reported it, uh, said, well, we're going we're gonna to do away with the PCR test. Now, think about the significance of that. The entire pandemic and the mass vaccination program, all of it, all of it was predicated upon massive numbers of COVID cases, which were derived from this PCR test. A flawed, di- saying, a flawed diagnostic yeah, tool. A flawed diagnostic tool, which on the, uh, uh, um, 90% by some studies gives a false positive 90% of the time. So that just shows you the whole thing was planned. Everyone was going through these drive-through testing centers, sticking a Q-tip up their nose and being told, you have COVID. And then they would add another notch on the ticker on Fox News and CNN, and everybody would panic, and oh my goodness. And then they throw in a few well-scripted you know, pictures of nursing homes and people dying, which again, people die every year. It's tragic. It's terrible. The flu is a killer. But what they did is they created a narrative, called it CD19, and then claimed the only way we're going to keep the world from ceasing to exist is if everybody rolls up their sleeve and takes this vaccine that has been planned and rolled out, uh, you know, for uh, ever. There are so many smoking guns about this. Uh, I remember showing this last year in the midst of the, uh, you know, the uh, pandemic, you know, but more incontrovertible uh, evidence here. The, the World Health Organization on their website, as of June 9th, 2020, had a definition of world of herd, herd immunity. What is herd immunity? You click on the link and it would say herd immunity is the indirect protection from an infectious disease that happens when a population is immune, either through vaccination or immunity developed through previous infection. And then guess what? A few months later, without telling anybody, if you clicked on that same link on the World Health Organization, clicked on the same, what is herd immunity? As of November 13th, 2020, a few months later, They've completely redefined it. Herd immunity, that, that same site says, also known as population immunity, is a concept used for vaccination in which a population can be protected from a certain virus if a threshold of vaccination is reached. There's nothing <laughs> about immunity from previous infection. Right. So they are literally rewriting uh, undeniable science right before your eyes. And, and this is um, and this is the. This is the same WHO, World Health Organization, that declared in 2007 that the coronavirus had been eradicated as a threat. Oh, yeah. They're, they'll lie right and left in the same sentence sometimes <laughs> uh, to, to get you, Obviously. you know, to do whatever, whatever you want. I mean, I've, I've got a show tomorrow night, um, a rather stunning, I actually showed this, one piece of this last week, but I'm going to show an alternative piece and and really put it together in no uncertain terms, how if they're wanting people to wear masks, they will say boldly and again and again, masks are the most important thing you can do. The director of the CDC, previous director, Dr. Robert Redfield, uh, is on record before Congress testifying that, quote, Wearing a mask is even more effective in preventing you from getting COVID than the vaccine is. I saw that. I saw that yeah. testimony. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So if what they're wanting you to do is wear a mask, they'll say anything. And then the next day, if what they're wanting you to do is convince you to take 
a, uh, a vaccine, they'll say, and I've got these quotes, that you know, we cannot mask our way out of this. Masks won't do it. You've got to have the vaccine. So they're literally speaking out of both sides of their mouth because it's not about the science. It's about control and getting you to do what they say. So yeah. I can't stress this enough. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry to be so bold, but everything you hear on the mainstream media, everything is a lie. It may not sound like a lie. You may be able to spin it and twist it to somehow relate tangentially to the truth. But there's an agenda behind it, and it's never about what it's about. That's right. I agree. I agree. And, and it, you know, it, it's becoming increasingly obvious that that is the case. Yeah. Oh, no question. Yeah. If you, so, f- you know, if, if you follow the investigations that we've been talking about, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a lot of the information that we're giving and that JB is going to give tomorrow night, uh, uh, at his church and, uh, it is, can be found on rumble.com. And it's an interview with Dr. David E. Martin and a gentleman by the, a German lawyer by the name of uh, Reiner Fulmish, dated, uh, I think, JB, if I'm correct here, dated the 9th of July, correct? That's right, yep. Yeah, and, and it's about an 80, yeah. it's 82 minutes long, and you can, uh, it's much more information than we're able to give you in, in an hour's time. But we recommend that you verify anything that we tell you through through that source. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he really lays it out. Um, but you know, uh, one of the things that people need to pay attention to is the propaganda. Uh, why are they pushing this vaccine so hard? Because even by the their own official numbers, the the COVID virus has a 99.8% global survival rate, which is on par with the seasonal flu. So what is it that that makes people so scared? Well, it's the propaganda. Um, In fact, uh, CNN's Washington bureau chief, uh, Sam Feist, uh, accidentally sent an email to the wrong person. And uh, that person was Charlie Kirk, conservative commentator. I, I love Charlie. So evidently he and Charlie had had some dialogue just in doing Charlie and doing his research had reached out to him. So when this Sam Feist was sending an internal email, he, he types in an email that we're going to send it to. And you know how your email provider will often auto-complete? Well, mm-hmm. apparently it put in Charlie Kirk's name and before he recognized it, he had pushed send. But <laughs> in this internal memo, Sam Feist says, quote, here's the point. Regarding the carrot versus the stick, the carrot is no longer going to work. We've got to use a stick. And so that's why you see right now all of this talk about uh, a, a vaccine mandate and more and more companies and, uh, and the hospitals and, and schools and colleges all across the land. I just read last night Home Depot has now announced once again that you cannot enter their store without a mask unless... Uh, regardless of whether you've been vaccinated or not, everybody who comes through the doors must wear a mask. Yeah, I think Walmart, I, I think Walmart is following suit, and yeah, and there's up. news in them. Uh, there's more news that uh, that uh, Biden is going to be announcing probably by the end of this week another nationwide lockdown. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about that. I don't know if it'll be by the end of this week, but I uh, I listened to an interview last night. And I won't say who, but the guy said that he has a source inside the White House 
that's literally meeting with speechwriters and other people every day works inside the White House. And he told him that right now they are working on a speech that Biden is going to give on national TV nationwide uh, announcing a national lockdown. And he said they don't know when they're going to uh, have this speech, but he said they that uh, they have all de- declared and been told by the powers that be, the speechwriters that is, that this speech needs to be, quote, as serious and somber as the one George W. Bush gave on the night of 9-11. So yeah. in other words, just yeah. picture that, if you're old enough to remember that, people. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's going to come out, this is a terrible, you know, Delta variant, it's killing people, We it's, gonna, it's an existential threat to humanity, we've got, everyone's got to stay in their houses, and it's just going to be, it's, it's just going to be the next level uh, of, of tyranny, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's frightening when you think about how fast, uh, you know, this, this whole thing uh, is, is moving, uh, I mean, Yeah, there's no way we can make this up. I mean, I, I some of the I've I've read novels before, and uh, by some really great writers that were able to put a story together with great, you know, intricate detail. And boy, I mean, but you know, that's imagination. This is reality. This stuff is yeah. actually happening. You can't make this up, especially. Yeah, Especially when there's so much ev- supporting evidence out there that this is happening and that it is a conspiracy. It's all right there. Yeah, and for those who don't believe it, let me just stipulate that uh, you don't need to go search for people to say this is fake because the Luciferians and their co-conspirators are all going to say this is fake news. It's not real. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. So they're going to say that. The question is, who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe uh, the, the incontrovertible evidence and the hundreds of thousands of doctors and scientists and virologists and epidemiologists and others that have blown the whistle? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to believe Fox News? So uh, here's mm-hmm. one more quote from the chairman of the Children's Health Defense, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Many of you may know him. Oh, yes. Um, uh, but, but, uh, and I don't know if he's a believer or not. I don't really, but I, I really value his efforts to expose this. And he said this mm-hmm. just this week, quote, we are at a foreboding fork in the road to totalitarianism. We are now moving beyond the propaganda stage into this very coercive program where federal agents appear at American homes with the menacing message, we know who you are and where you live, we have you on our list, we have your medical records, we want your neighbors to know that you are dangerous. If you want to end this harassment, you must submit to a risky medical intervention made by an unscrupulous company with no liability, and if you die or suffer permanent neurological injury, tough luck. Uh, right now in Australia, they're using helicopters to fly around monitoring the streets, and if they see someone out on the streets, they're uh, uh, shouting down with bullhorns from the helicopters, return yeah. to your homes immediately, you are violating the law. I've got some video of them, of, of gangs, actually gangs of police, Chasing down people in public parks and force oh, yeah. and forcefully true. vaccinating them. And if you, oh yeah, yeah. And if you don't think it's coming here, uh, you're mistaken. Now, there's a lot of speculation that that they're not when they announce the, the national lockdown, they're not going to be able to enforce it. It's going to create civil war and 
unrest, which is also what they want to tear down this country. Yeah. And then they're going to do some kind of a false flag and blame it on the anti-vaxxers and the vaccine hesitant oh, yeah. vaccine refusers. Yep. So, I mean, who knows what their plan is? They're always typically one or two steps ahead of us. But, uh, but yeah, definitely they're headed in, in a more tyrannical uh, direction. Well, I'll I tell you what, JB, I know, I know we couldn't get to all the information that we wanted to to get to today. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to recommend to you that you tune in to uh, uh, JB's live stream from his church, Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, Colorado. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I, I, you said six central, correct? Or is it six mountain? Six mountain time. Six mountain time. Yeah, six mountain time. Six mountain time uh, for uh, what in the world is going on? It's it's going to be about, what, an hour and a half or so, JB? Yep, 90 minutes, and particularly talking tomorrow about these experimental bioinjections. Yes, and you'll want to hear about that. That There will be probably, I'm assuming, some of the patent information that we had discussed earlier and, and uh, uh, in there. So you'll want to tune into that. Please do not miss it. It's vital, vital information. Uh, for the public to, to know and to understand. Um, so once again, JB, thank you so much for being with us today, taking time out of your busy schedule and uh, to, to, to help us disseminate the truth. And uh, we, we, we really appreciate you as a, as a ministry partner, sir. Thank you so much. Well, you bet. And let's not forget how we started, that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and he's the answer. Amen. And I hope all of our listeners have placed their faith in the one who paid their penalty and rose from the dead. Amen to that. Amen to that. All right. With that, we're going to sign off uh, for this Tuesday. Um, hopefully, we'll have JB with us again next Tuesday, but be sure and tune in this coming Saturday for our ongoing series with Pastor Dick Chamberlain on the book of Galatians. Uh, some, some very, very critically vital information in there also that relates to end times. Please do not miss what's going to be happening Saturday. All right, folks, thank you for being with us today. Uh, remember that Jesus Christ is the hope of this entire world. He is in control. Fear not. Um, I want to remind you what's in our title for our podcast. Uh, we're not afraid of today's headlines, and God has not given us a spirit of fear. Uh, so we love you, and we will give you the truth at all times. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until Saturday morning. God bless and keep you.